Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, what does Michael Wenu have going for him that allows him to make that move to the outside that we saw yesterday and perform at the level he did? Yeah, well, uh, you know, as you know, Mike played there as a rookie year. Um, and, you know, he's a smart kid that, you know, understands um, it's probably all different positions on the offensive line. Pretty good fundamental player. It's obviously got good strength. And uh, on the Peppers interception, uh, when you reviewed the play, what did you see that was a key in that result? Uh, good play by Pep. Um, you know, there was a three-level pattern that they had run on us before with the, you know, the first receiver quickly to flat and the second receiver coming in behind him and the outside receiver clearing out. And, um, you know, Pep widened and then recognized the, the route coming behind him and, you know, had good width. And so he was able to, you know, gain the depth that he needed to, to make the play. This was, was a great job by Pep. And, um, like I said, it's a play that they hurt us with last year. You know, we handled it well in practice and carried over the game. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Zach Cox. Morning, Bill. How are you? Uh, good. Good. Good, Chris. How are you doing? Good. Um, just on, obviously, in facing the adversity you guys have faced this year, who do you see as being, you know, some of the most impactful players in helping you to maintain kind of a positivity and um, process in your messaging, you know, throughout the course of this time? And who, do you, who would you say those guys have, have been? Uh, you know, I think we have a lot of guys on our team that are that are really good good um, competitors, uh, very professional, and come in every day and work hard and set a great example. Um, you know, I don't think any any one person can you know do it alone. Like everybody's got to bring it themselves, um, and so you need a lot of people doing that. Um, you know, some of our more experienced guys, of course, are part of that, but you know, even some of our younger players have have shown that too, and so it's good to see, but you know, each and every one of us is accountable on the team and, and, um, nobody can do anybody else's job. That's just not possible. You know, you have to focus on what you're doing. So it's, you have to credit everybody. And on the last drive, uh, obviously facing some adversity there, uh, Mac bringing the team down the field to, to win the game. What did you see from him, particularly in his decision-making where it felt like he kind of stayed within what the game plan had been prior as opposed to, you know, trying to, to do too much or, or force anything in, in those instances. All right. Well, I mean, you know, there were a lot of big plays on that drive, but I mean, you know, the two big ones were the, you know, pass to Stevenson and, and, you know, a great run that, that changed the field position, totally changed the whole dynamic of the drive. Um, you know, and then the third and long conversion to Hunter, um, which, then put us into field goal range and, and gave us an opportunity to, um, you know, try to win the game with a touchdown as opposed to just kicking a field goal to, you know, extend it. So, um, and then there were a lot of other plays in between, but I mean, those are kind of the two, kind of the two critical ones. So, um, but yeah, Mac did a good job, but you know, I mean, the receivers, the protection, um, it was, they were all, you know, it's all part of it. It's good, good team. Uh, offensive execution at the time we needed it the most. <coughs> Thanks. Yep, you're up, Chris. 
Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Nicola Mount. Good morning, Bill. Uh, I know you've mentioned a couple times the, the wind yesterday, the conditions. Uh, how would you describe the performance you got from from Chad Ryland and Bryce Barron? Or it seemed like both of them were able to uh, to keep guys in impact plays. Yeah, no, I, I think I mentioned that. Yeah, I thought both guys did a great job. Um, you know, it wasn't easy out there, and, and um, you know, they they hit the ball well and, you know, gave us what we needed, and we covered covered kicks, uh, two kickoffs, I think it was, and, and uh, the punt. Um, yeah, the punt went out of bounds right before the half, so, you know, it's a good kick. But, um, yeah, those guys did a great job. Gave us kicks we could and cover. And quickly on Farrell Brown, uh, it seems like every time he touches the ball, it's a 25-yard gain. Are you surprised at all at kind of the big play of the Oregon just been able to give you in passing it? Um, well, I think, you know, Farrell's a big target. He's got good hands. Um, he's done a really good job running with the ball and securing the ball. Um, a couple, couple of those plays uh, that you're referring to, he got hit almost as soon as he caught the ball. Uh, not on the long one against the Jets, but, you know, on some of these other plays where as soon as he, he caught the ball, somebody – uh, you know, was right there trying to knock it away from him or, or knock it out of his hands. And, you know, he's done a great job of securing the ball and, and you know, picking up positive yardage after the catch. So, um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, he's been consistent doing that. And, you know, it's been a big help. Thanks. Next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Doug Kine. Hey, Bill. Uh, one of the things with officiating being officiating and can't really change it, but with the, it seemed like yesterday uh, out of the gate that it was especially a tightly called game uh, in all directions, especially in terms of illegal contact, uh, defensive holding calls on secondary. When you see that sort of happening in a, into a game, is there an in-game adjustment that has to be made for players and coaches when you see that, all right, they're calling is really tight and you have to, do you have to make a change? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. you can get a feel for how that goes, and uh, sometimes it goes in that direction, sometimes it goes in the other direction. You know, the the kind of letting the players play, and they're not calling a whole lot. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the flow of the game, and every game's different. And I think you see that in all sports. Um, you know, balls and strikes, or fouls in basketball, or you know, football, whatever it happens to be. Um, you know, that there's a certain way that the game's being played that particular game and might be a little different from another game that um you know, it's the same that basically the same players are playing you know so that's just i think yeah, that's one of the things you have to recognize as a player and, and as a coach we try to point that out that you know they're calling tight today or or they're not um but yeah yesterday was a you know you know, you'd have to ask uh, Cleet about some of those and throwing flags, picking them up and throwing them late and whatever. It was just a kind of an unusual game, the way some of the penalties were called all the way around. Were you surprised uh, by uh, a couple of the late flags and the fact that a couple of flags got picked up, like you mentioned? Yeah, well, I mean, the obvious question is to get picked up. Why'd you throw it in the first place? You know, that's, I don't know. So you'd have to ask them that. Uh, next question, Doug Kai, followed by Nick Giovanni. 
Good morning, Bill. Uh, we were talking to Michael Wenu after the game, and he said that after the first pass practice, first one of the first pass practice, you guys talked to him about moving to right tackle. And I'm uh, just curious why you guys made that decision to, to move him from guard to tackle. Uh, there are a number of things involved, but um, you know, had a good conversation with Mike and uh, after the Raider game, and, um, and ultimately, I think everyone thought that was uh, the best thing for us to do at this time. So uh, went with it. Had a good week, and you know, thought he did a good job for us. Uh, one other question, just about uh, snaps. Jalen Rager played more snaps in this game than he had in previous weeks. I know he only had the one catch, but. Uh, what you do throughout the week, or what have you done throughout his tenure to, to earn those snaps? Yeah, um, yeah, Jalen's done a you know good job in the opportunities that he had, and um, you know, trying to you know get all our skilled players in the game and you know give them an opportunity to make some plays, and we got production from um, I think we got production from all of them, um, but that's been kind of a common thing throughout the year. You know, we've had Tight ends, receivers, running backs, those guys have had production. Um, we just obviously need more of it, but that's, you know, try to get those guys in the game and, you know, let them help us. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. This is the last question will be Nick Giovanni. Well, good morning. Uh, just with all the, the talk of changing the narrative, starting over, no one's coming, just that, that kind of storyline throughout the, the beginning of the season there. How, how much can a win like this provide a spark, just starting with the energy in the building today? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. It's, you know, every every week's its own week. Every day is an opportunity for us to, you know, either get better or get worse. Uh, so hopefully we'll just keep taking advantage of our opportunities and, you know, keep moving them moving in the right direction.